Chapter 2 The sun has only just begun to set, its blinding girth bloating from the curvature of the earth as it impacted the horizon. Fingers of orange light stretched across the darkening sky, casting long shadows across the earth, while it yet remained to illuminate the ground. All Might could feel the sun at his back, the warm glow of late spring slowly transitioning to the humid heat of summer, and yet it was not enough to carve through the frigid shell that had locked him in place. The air hung damp and oily around him, moved only by the force of choked, dwindling sobs. The professional hero had moved to gently rub his palm against a trembling shoulder, his grip firm enough to keep the boy from collapsing, but loose enough to not feel demanding. He patiently waited out the storm of tears that had consumed the boy, and offered soft platitudes, while simultaneously tracking his time and attempting to get a solid handle on the situation. There was a long moment of silence when Izuku's hiccups faded off into silent sniveling, his chest thick with exhaustion and terror both. When he had managed to scrape a handful of composure off the soiled ground, he glanced up to attempt to meet his idol's gaze. His eyes glazed and pupils quivering. Are you going to arrest me? The wrong words. The wrong words. He'd meant to say something. Anything. A lie. Tell him it's okay, feeling better. But his fear was too demanding. All Might blinked in shock, his neon blue pupils scanning the naked terror on the boy's face. Let's not be too hasty now. You merely acted in self-defense, did you not? He knew it wasn't what he should say. But he didn't know what he should say, hadn't ever encountered a situation like this before. But there was no possible way that he could pin a child with the weight of death. What kind of hero would that make him? Izuku made a twitchy motion that equated to nodding his head, his muscles feeling loose and alien. It was familiar in a dreamish way, which made a strange sort of sense. It was always a nightmare when he used his quirk. Y yes, he attacked me... And I thought I was going to drown. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. All Might squeezed the boy's shoulder. His blinding grin softened into something meant to be comforting. For a moment, he cursed his own stone-carved visage, wishing he could more appropriately express the reassurance the boy so sorely needed. Can you tell me your name, young man? Izuku blinked, momentarily jarred out of his downward spiral. The booming, confident voice wasn't as loud as he usually heard it on videos, but the solid weight to it was enough for him to latch on, to remember who he was talking to. He flushed enough to bring some much-needed life to his face, and slowly rose to stand. Uh, uh, Izuku. Izuku Midoriya. He offered a barely stitched-together smile of thanks when he felt that sturdy hand assist in his ascension, feeling marginally less nauseous on his feet. Well, young Midoriya. You have nothing to fear. You acted within your rights in self-defense. While it is true that the situation is... unfortunate. And for a moment, all might seem to dim, to almost match the haze that surrounded Midoriya, before his heroic light shone through again. You will not be held accountable. The fault lies with me. This is the villain I had previously captured and foolishly allowed to escape. You have my sincerest apologies. And for a moment, the haze was gone, because All Might had bowed, had apologized to Izuku, and he could feel his admiration blossom forth. No matter how badly it had been stained, it was genuine and filled every inch of him with a semblance of vigor. Y you're m 
you're Mr. All Might. You don't have to apologize. It's my fault. I should have walked my normal route. It's really okay. Oh gosh, I really can't even believe I'm talking to you right now. It's kind of a dream come true, although this is kind of different than how I imagined it, but it's still so wonderful to meet you. I'm such a huge fan, and I, I've i always wanted to be a hero like you, and... All Might boomed out a laugh, clapping young Midoriya on the back with enough force to send the boy rocking forward. It's always wonderful to meet a fan, but, ahem, on a more serious note... What happened today was a very unfortunate accident, and I don't place any of the blame on you, but it is very important for a boy of your age to be very mindful of their quirk. You're at a volatile stage, and learning to control your power is paramount. Please be sure to keep that in mind. All Might flashed a thumbs up, steamrolling through words as he practically felt the second slip away. He turned to leap heroically out of the tunnel. Izuku froze, as if he'd been splashed with liquid nitrogen. His quirk... All Might hadn't seen, right? There was no way he had to have missed it. If he'd witnessed Izuku's shame, then surely the hero would have taken him into custody or just smeared him across the pavement. Every inch of him trembled and sagged, except for his smile, which fell in increments until only the underwire remained. He couldn't... He couldn't stay in the dark any longer. He had to know, had to ask All Might, had to be sure that everything he had ever dreamed wasn't worthless. All Might made the seamless transition from Earth to Sky, with a rocketing burst of power, soaring unhindered through the air, at least until he noticed the hindering weight on his leg. His eyes widened at the sight of young Midoriya, clinging on for dear life. What the? Hey, this isn't a taxi service. Let go! Midoriya shook his head resolutely, teeth gritted together to ignore the sting of windburn on his exposed face. It was nothing. It was nothing compared to the pain of uncertainty— the agony every time he had to see himself in the mirror, see his mangled torso and imagine it coming apart. All Might narrowed his eyes at the boy's bullheaded behavior, altering his trajectory in mid-air to take him down to the roof of a nearby apartment complex. He landed at a full stop, taking a moment to be sure young Midoriya hadn't been scraped across the roof, before he peeled the boy off his leg. Young man, that was very reckless of you, not to mention it's an obstruction of heroic duty. Izuku regained his bearings after a few moments of nausea, the sudden change in both speed and altitude leaving his empty stomach roiling in discomfort. His anxiety spiked at the hero's stern words, tears welling reflexively at the sound of a raised voice. He pushed past it with nothing but muddy handfuls of determination, and tried to speak louder than the heart crashing into his ribs. "'I'm really sorry, Mr. All Might, sir, but I have to—I have to ask you something very important—' I have to know. Izuku squeezed his eyes shut, cutting off the swimming color in his vision before they could disorient him. I have to know. Can I... Is it possible to be a hero without using a quirk? There was a moment when all he could hear was blood pulsing in his ears. The hammer blows of his heart leaving him dizzy and lightheaded. The only answer was the hiss of static. Only it sounded more like... Steam? Midoriya cracked open one eye, planting his feet more firmly in an attempt to halt the shaking of his legs. He barely managed a glimpse of color before both eyes flew wide open, gazing intently at the gaunt, sickly-looking man in front of him. What? Toshinori grimaced heavily, the expression coming much easier from a face that seemed handcrafted for frowning. His uniform hung off him like a sheet, 
revealing swaths of the plain clothes he had on underneath. A heavy sigh worked its way past his teeth, which quickly became stained with blood when the sigh broke into a hacking cough. Well, here's number two of the things I wasn't expecting today. I'd really appreciate if we could keep this between the two of us, kid. He finally looked up to gauge young Midoriya's reaction, only to find something unexpected. Once Toshinori had pushed past his own inadequacy, he could see the expected shock and disbelief in young Midoriya's face. But there was no confusion, no lack of understanding. He gazed past the cloudiness and expressive green eyes, and found instead a bone-deep misery. There was an ache that twisted in his chest, because no one so young should carry that sort of upset. Like the whole world had fallen apart, and every shard he found had crumbled to dust in his hands. Y you All Might, Midoriya attempted to put together the puzzle in his head, with only a handful of pieces, jamming together cardboard squares so the gears in his head wouldn't just stop, and grind their teeth to nubs. He pretends, puts on a smile, acts like he hasn't always known that everything is a lie and misery and fear are the only truths. Cleared his throat, words bubbling up out of the cesspool in his ribcage. Uh, are you okay? Do you... are you hurt? D do you need a doctor? For a long moment, the only thing Toshinori could do was stare, before he laughed. He could taste the copper on his tongue and feel the rattle in his chest but the laugh was clear and genuine. Geez, kid, I get the feeling selflessness is more an obsession than a virtue for you, huh? I'm as fine as I can be, given the circumstances. Figuring that his hand was already laid out, Toshinori adjusted a few layers of fabric to reveal the twisted scar on his abdomen, deep and gnarled and debilitating. This is a wound I got around five years ago. The hit I took just about knocked my lungs out of commission and destroyed my stomach. Due to the medical complications, my power is lessened. I perform heroic duties for around three hours a day, and the rest of the time, he gestured plainly at himself, expression blank. This is what I get to deal with. Y you five years ago? Izuku breathed, the exclamation more to buy himself time to remember than anything. There's no way Toxic Chainsaw did that. Dedicated fan, I see. You're right. He didn't. The guy that did, it's kind of something that's out of the public eye for a reason. But to answer your question, Toshinori's expression turned grave, his voice falling with something almost bitter. The men and women that risk their lives to protect ordinary people use every bit of the power they were given. They train tirelessly to push themselves, to not only succeed in their use of their quirks, but to excel. And even then, sometimes it's barely enough. Earlier, if you hadn't used your own quirk in self-defense, I really hate to say it, but I'm not sure I would have made it in time. I know what happened was awful, but I don't want you to take the blame for it. With power like yours, I have no doubt you could be trained into an excellent hero, so don't feel ashamed or scared of your quirk. There are plenty of schools and academies that can teach you to use it properly. Every word was a gouging blade, cutting across the lines marking Izuku's torso until he was sure he'd unravel, left in a pile like scraps of meat ribbons. His eyes brimmed with fresh tears, hot and ugly, and trailing down his face like salted slugs. How could he expect All Might to understand when he didn't even know? I... I just... I want to help people n not feel scared. His voice broke into chunks, 
was barely held together into decipherable sounds. That's a noble goal, but it'd be pretty difficult if you didn't use your power to ensure the safety of others. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, I promise it isn't that bad. If you can't wait to apply, then try looking into quirk counseling, all right? It's nothing to be ashamed of. Toshinori heaved a rattling sigh and performed a cursory inspection of young Midoriya's expression. Considering the wide, glassy eyes and trembling facial muscles, he doubted his words really got through to the kid. As much as empathy tugged at his chest, he couldn't micromanage every young hopeful with starry eyes and noble dreams. Get home safe, all right? Toshinori offered up a slightly pitiful-looking thumbs up before he made for the rooftop exit, the door slamming shut behind him. Izuku stared emptily at the metal door, static wailing in his ears. He was frozen in place for several long minutes, before his bones fell apart like Lincoln logs and left him lying limp on the rooftop. He couldn't hear his own breathing, couldn't feel his own chest rise and fall. It was like he'd just sunken into the ground, pulled under by the grinding whisper of concrete and consumed by the maw of wet soil. Innumerable moments passed before Izuku could taste the wind again. Something buzzed in the back of his head, clearing thoughts in a devastating swath. He puffed out a breath against the gravel rooftop, his face tacky from dried saline. After a moment of mental coaxing, he managed to stand, legs stiff as lead and half as solid. He turned towards the rooftop exit, silence enveloping him, and briefly considered taking Kachan's advice. Would the nightmare follow him even in death? Was that the secret to being free? Likely not, he decided. He still had dreams, as fragile and broken as they were. He'd press towards the light until it either absolved him of pain or swallowed him whole. Either one was fine, he decided numbly.